Fraser Soil the landing spot for not one, but two global big name tech giants. Indiana definitely rose to the top. Uh, this site, this location. Hundreds of millions of dollars in investments stretching from the Ohio River to Fort Wayne. Details on Meta and Google's big plans for Indiana. Plus, a new strategy for a central Indiana treasured property. What's next for Lafayette Square Mall and how it will change the face of Indy's northwest side. And Indiana's newest hospital getting a blessing from the Bishop of the Gary Diocese. We take you to Crown Point to check in on Franciscan House's new healthcare facility for patients in northwest Indiana. Inside Indiana Business is next. From Indiana's business news leader, this is IBJ Media's Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick. Presented by Elevate Ventures and Indiana University. Hello and welcome to Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, coming to you this week from Jeffersonville in southeast Indiana. Not far from where I'm standing, along the banks of the Ohio River, in the shadow of the Louisville skyline, sits the 6,000-acre River Ridge Commerce Center, which was the scene this week of a major announcement from Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, announcing plans for an $800 million data center, the second multinational tech giant to make a big bet on Indiana. I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. When Facebook became Meta just over two years ago, founder Mark Zuckerberg talked of a bigger, long-term focus for the company, connecting to the metaverse, a network of virtual worlds where people can connect with friends, create and play games, work and shop. Oh, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Mark. Hi, Mark. What's up, Mark? Whoa. Indiana will be part of powering that vision with Meta's decision to locate a major data center in Jeffersonville's River Ridge Commerce Center. We anticipate spending approximately $800 million in the construction of the facility. Um, this is uh, going to be a very large facility. It's about 700,000 square feet is uh, what we're planning for. Um, it's going to be part of our global infrastructure that allows us to connect billions of people across the world, across multiple uh, apps, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, MetaQuest, Threads, the list goes on and on. And, you know, what it has enabled us to do that are our amazing partners in Jeffersonville. More than 1,200 workers are expected to be on this 600-acre site to build the data center. And once complete, there is anticipation of a spinoff effect. Uh, we have seen circumstances in the past where uh, suppliers, vendors, et cetera, will uh, locate nearby in order to serve this type of activity. And you know, there is somewhat of a follow the leader effect as well. Um, when you when one, when you know Meta locates in an area, uh, it's it's not shocking to see other. Uh, large hyperscale data centers uh, follow suit. So we had uh, started out with a total of 6,000 acres. Right. And well, you can see here. For River Ridge Development Authority Executive Director Jerry Acey, the Meta deal represents a turning point for a development that has been more than two decades in the making. If you've gone going to land, you know, a high-tech company, uh, I would say this is be one of the premier ones that you would like to have in your backyard. So, uh, you know, we would anticipate potentially suppliers and contractors and other potential, you know, providers, similar type providers that would that would uh, tend to look at. We'll get more looks, I can assure you of that. AC says in addition to location, infrastructure, and an abundant water supply, 
A bill creating tax exemptions for big data center projects passed about five years ago by the Indiana General Assembly was a critical factor. Obviously, uh, it's very important. Uh, otherwise, uh, we probably wouldn't be standing here today because uh, that was one of the must-haves. We feel like probably we would not have too many subsequent visits as a result of uh, if that had not happened when it did. Well, in addition to a change in state law, local officials say access to Louisville International Airport also played a role in Meta's decision. As mentioned earlier, Meta, not the only multinational corporation making a big bet with a data center in Indiana. Google was recently identified as the global company planning to build an $845 million data center in southeast Fort Wayne. The city first announced the project in October, but did not identify Google as the company. The data center campus expected to have up to 12 new buildings, and the $800 million plus investment is expected to grow into the billions of dollars over the next decade. No timeline yet on when construction might begin. Well, coming up next, a new vision for the first enclosed shopping mall in Indianapolis. What's next for Lafayette Square and the surrounding neighborhood? A potential game changer for the near northwest side. Vintage video of a transformational shopping experience in central Indiana. Lafayette Square, the first enclosed mall to open in Indianapolis back in 1968. A northwest side staple that fell on hard times in recent years, about to evolve into its next life, with the nearby neighborhood a central part of the plan. For more on what might be next with Lafayette Square and other business news making headlines around Indiana, let's send it back to Indianapolis on our new studio home at Fox 59 and Mary Rachel Redmond with more. Mary Rachel. Well, Gary, the initial plan called for a $200 million mixed-use renovation of the 50-year-old Lafayette Square Mall called Window to the World. But now the project is shifting focus and has a new name, The Square. The Square. We'll keep that international flavor, but we'll also embrace the rich history of Lafayette Square and the surrounding neighborhood. Soho's Capital CEO Fabio De La Cruz says more than half of the mall will be torn down to make way for new buildings, diverse tenants, and what will essentially become a new neighborhood. For example, we will have a school, we will have a film studio, we will have several apartment complexes, a couple of boutique hotels. Uh, uh, we're working with one of the biggest uh, uh, health institution in the state to maybe to bring corporate offices. De La Cruz says he's currently negotiating with the city on incentives packages that should take about six months to complete. A mainstay for the Indiana Pacers is calling it a career. Chief Executive Officer Rick Fusen stepping into retirement. Fusen has been with the Pacers for almost 40 years, starting out as director of special events back in 1984, when the Pacers still called Market Square Arena its home. He was promoted to COO back in 2014 and became CEO in 2021. Current COO of Pacers Sports and Entertainment Mel Raines will take over Fusen's role. Fusen's heart has always been close to the Indianapolis community. I think it comes a little bit from my mom and dad and, and the fact that Indianapolis was so important to my family. Uh, but also, uh, I mean, Herb Simon and Jim Morris and Larry Conrad and all the folks that I've had the opportunity to work for and with over the years, um, you know, that's what they teach. Uh, and it's just not about living in a city, uh, it's about participating in the city. It's going to be great. Yeah. 
Here's what's making news around Indiana. Brought to you by the Indiana Association of Realtors. Indiana's 21,000 Realtors. The neighbors you know, the experts you can count on. Well, topping this week's business news, making headlines around Indiana, the U.S. Air Force's new advanced trainer plane getting another dose of Indiana innovation. Saab and West Lafayette landing a $100 million deal with Boeing to produce the fuselage section of the U.S. Air Force's T-7A Red Hawk jet. Workers will make this section of the Red Hawk and ship it to Boeing plant in St. Louis. Saab opened its $37 million facility at Purdue's Discovery Park in 2021 and expects to hire 300 workers within the next three years. And all in the family business story unfolding in the southwest part of the state. Inside Indiana business host Gary Dick with the latest moves at Atlas Van Lines in Vanderburg County. Suddeth Moving, a company based out of Jacksonville, Florida, is returning to the fold at Evansville-based Atlas Vans. Suddeth, part of Atlas World Group from 1950 through the early 80s, will once again be operating under the Atlas umbrella. It's a big move for the bottom line for Atlas. Suddeth, an $800 million global company servicing 180 countries. A new deal made in Indiana Innovation Tool for first responders across the country. West Lafayette-based Uniform Sierra Aerospace now selling its drone design to help law enforcement in indoor and outdoor search and rescue cases. Uniform Sierra Aerospace launching its unmanned aircraft system. The PAN, the drone, this week, it's similar to the company's Arrowhead drone, which we see here. The Panther can fly in higher winds than any other unmanned drone and can also maneuver through rain and snow. Next, a major health milestone in northwest Indiana. The city of Crown Point opening a brand new state-of-the-art hospital. What it means for patients and the economic impact on Lake County when we come back. Just three weeks until Indianapolis rolls out the red carpet to host the NBA All-Star Game. The IBJ continuing its special coverage of this weekend. This week with a look at the Nimble Foundation's plans to create a tech and entertainment hub downtown. Learn more about the Black Future House in this week's IBJ. And if you're looking for a great way to tip off the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend in Indy, the Economic Club of Indiana Luncheon, sponsored by IBJ Media, is the perfect place. It's February 15th at the Indiana Convention Center. I'll be interviewing NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on stage. Reserve your ticket for a table for eight now at economicclubofindiana.com. At PNC Bank, we're committed to making a difference in the lives of our customers and communities by helping them move forward financially. As a Main Street Bank, we try to do right by our customers with every encounter. Our local teams offer personalized financial advice to help guide you in making the best decision. We're proud to be part of your community. PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference for you at PNC.com. Copyright 2022, the PNC Financial Services Group Bank, all rights reserved. Well, healthcare is getting a major revamp in northwestern Indiana. In just a matter of days, Franciscan Health will open the doors of its new hospital in Crown Point. This is of health reporter Kylie Valletta is here with more. Kylie. Thank you, Mary Rachel. It won't be long. One week from today, Crown Point will be a buzz of activity as patients are moved from the old Franciscan Health Hospital to its brand new $200 million hospital. The new hospital has a prominent spot in the community just off the interstate, so you can't miss the seven-story building when driving on I-65. 
The old Franciscan Hospital was built in 1974, so leaders say it became impossible to update and retrofit it to meet the current standards of modern healthcare. The Mishawaka-based health system says the new state-of-the-art hospital has about 200 inpatient beds and NICU and will continue its work as the only level three trauma center in the region. Franciscan Health Crown Point President and CEO Dr. Daniel McCormick says the new hospital will also create a ripple effect for economic development. And all those things that people seek out in a community where they live, they look for education, they look for health care, they look for job opportunities. Um, and all of those things are augmented by a facility like this. I do think having the accessibility of healthcare in your community and healthcare, um, the caliber that we're providing, um, will definitely make Crown Point even more uh, desirable. But frankly, the, the, the entire Lake County and the region. The hospital opens next Sunday, the 28th at 6 a.m. sharp. The ER at the old hospital will close and the new ER will open. And it's expected to take a few hours to move all of the patients by ambulance to the new hospital. Also making news this week, Indiana University's chief medical officer is on the move. Dr. Aaron Carroll, a nationally recognized expert on health policy and pediatrics, is taking on a new role with Washington, D.C.-based nonprofit Academy Health. He will serve as the new president and CEO there. And Dr. Carroll is credited with helping to lead IU through the pandemic. The ability to say that we have 40 staff committed to providing high quality care in Whitley County is something that no one else can claim that they have the ability to do. A brand new healthcare option for Hoosiers in Northeast Indiana, the Wabash-based Bowen Center opening a new $8 million clinic in Columbia City. The facility offers everything from primary care to addiction recovery treatment. Thank you, Kylie. Now, let's get back to that first story. Franciscan Health opening a hospital that doesn't happen every day, but they're not done yet. Correct. There's going to be more construction on that campus. They just got the largest donation in their history, $30 million from the Dean and Barbara White Family Foundation. They're building wow. a three-story cancer center on the same campus as the hospital. And this area really needs this. Lake County last year ranked in the top five counties in the state as far as residents moving into that county. So when the people come, they need medical treatment, so they need this. Big boon for Crown Point That's right. and, and Lake County. Exactly. Kylie, great stuff. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Time now for our Eye on Education, brought to you by PNC Bank. Purdue and Ivy Tech partnering to get more engineers in the talent pipeline and keep them in Indiana. The new Green to Gold program launches this fall on Ivy Tech's Columbus campus. It will give students a chance to earn combined associate's degrees from Ivy Tech combined with a bachelor's in engineering from Purdue University. Indiana State keeping it local when it comes to a massive renovation to its technology annex building. ISU choosing Terre Haute-based Garmon Construction for the $66 million update, which includes state-of-the-art lab spaces for the Bailey College of Engineering and Technology. The renovation designed to help build a bigger talent pipeline for STEM jobs in Indiana. Time now to head back to Southeast Indiana, where Gary is reporting from River Ridge in Jeffersonville. Rachel, I think it would be an understatement to say River Ridge has been a game changer for the Southeast Indiana region. What was, what is, and what's next for this big economic driver, that's coming up next. Welcome back to the River Ridge Commerce Center in Southeast Indiana. You know what started as a tiny craft distillery in Nashville 
has become a major Indiana tourist destination. Hard Truth Distilling sits on the rolling wooded hills of Brown County. Founder and partner Jeff McCabe, my guest this week on the Business and Beyond podcast. He says Walt Disney was an inspiration for the Hard Truth campus, which now attracts more than 400,000 visitors annually. One of the models we study is uh, Walt Disney himself and uh, the intentionality he had in everything he he did. And, and you still see at Disney, we thought, what could we do that would really complement uh, everything else that's going on in Nashville and Brown County? You know, we really we, we really were kind of inspired by all the elements that come together for a place like, uh, you know, yeah. the Disney properties. Much more with Hard Truth Distilling founder and partner Jeff McCabe on the Business and Beyond podcast. It's presented by PNC, and you can check it out Monday at InsideIndianaBusiness.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, as you look now at aerial shots of the River Ridge Commerce Center, the 6,000-acre property certainly looks much different than it did years ago when it served as an Army ammunition plant, producing gunpowder from World War II through the Vietnam War. But as Facebook's decision to locate a major data center suggests, it is quickly becoming a destination for advanced industries. Its roots date back to the 1940s and a much different mission. Nearly 30,000 employees in 800 buildings at the Indiana Army Ammunition Plant produced propellant charges for artillery shells the U.S. military in World War II. The massive property between Jeffersonville and Charlestown would ultimately produce ordnance to troops in the Korean and Vietnam Wars before its closure began in the early 1990s. River Ridge Chief Director of Corporate Strategy, Wendy Dantchesser, grew up not far from a massive facility. Growing up in this area, it was really hard to understand what was behind the fence. And, and there used to be a chain link fence all the way around it with barbed wire on the top. And if you got too close, somebody with a machine gun on his hip would come and ask you what you were doing. And, and um, it was not inviting at the time. So many of us who grew up here just knew that there was this really long stretch of roadway to get from Jeffersonville to Charlestown. What we have today is an invitation to come in, figure out what it is that, that River Ridge has to offer, and its contributions to our regional economy are bigger and greater than I think we ever expected. Today, the River Ridge Commerce Center is home to 75 companies and nearly 12,000 employees connected to the Port of Indiana Jeffersonville the new Ohio River bridges, multiple interstates, and near the UPS Worldport in neighboring Louisville, River Ridge is becoming a magnet for investment. The $800 million Meta Data Center joining a diverse group of companies putting a charge into the regional economy. We've got great hope that in as River Ridge develops to maturity, it will continue to provide more of an economic impact than anything that the Army Ammunition Plant did. And it's diversified. The fact that we've got different NAICS codes that are making anything from food products to um, warehousing to now a data center, in addition to some of the most recent announcements. Within the last three months, we've had announcements such as the Cheesecake Factory, which is going to build literally a cheesecake factory at the Charlestown end of the site. 
to Canadian Solar. They're going to be building photovoltaic cells for solar panels. They're going to be located right next to the Meta Data Center. And so we're seeing some tremendous changes in a short amount of time in this wonderful resource that is going to really provide economic an economic engine for all of this portion of Indiana and portions of Kentucky as well. Certainly a major transformation here in Southeast Indiana. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's show. As we leave you this week from Southeast Indiana, we give you a look at images of some of this region's natural wonders, which are helping to attract talent and tourists to the area. I'm Gary Dick, thanks for joining us. Go out and make it a successful week. Thank you for listening to the Inside Indiana Business Television podcast. Remember, you can get the latest business news from every corner of the state at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week.